full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Eggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. Welcome to the full court press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson 401 your kickoff time July 13th on a Tuesday afternoon. Smoky Tuesday afternoon as well. My goodness gracious. Uh Hope you're all having a great day. Hope you're enjoying your Tuesday, getting you through the week here on the Full Court Press from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. We'll get back to the 4 to 6 p.m. show on August 2nd, which is uh, actually when things kind of ramp up for about everything in regards of high school football, college football. Uh, Olympics will just be about finished up, or about will be about a week away from that uh, finishing itself. And if you're Team USA, you might be finished before that, to be honest with you, the way things are looking. All right, Phil. If you want to text into the show, you know how to be a part of it through the Gilmorkers text line, 435-339-0321. To text in again, 435-339-0321. Hey, don't forget, Gilmorkers has access to all loan products and can tailor the perfect loan to you. You can call them at 435-294-2480. Get a hold of Karen Nielsen and her team to take care of your mortgage. Eric, hi. How are you? Hi. Uh, Good. Long time, no talk. It's been a busy afternoon. Yeah, it has meetings. for both of us. No, virtual yep. meetings. Absolutely, been for both of us. I, uh, a couple things to, to to kick off here with the show. And if you want to text in again, four three five three three nine zero three two one. Let's get through roll call really quickly, I guess, huh? Uh, text in. Uh, how you how you doing? Where are you listening from? How you how you listening to us? How you holding on? You doing all right? Give us your, give us the status on you. The four one one. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. You know, let's make it a request Tuesday too. You know, if you got like a, a song that you want to hear as we come back from break, we only got three breaks. If you got a song you want to hear, let's let's uh, let's see if we can find it and, and play it for you. Request Tuesday, help you out, get you through the week or through the Tuesday afternoon. Uh, Eric, I was listening yesterday. The whole Stephen A. Smith thing uh, was was such a national trending thing for all the wrong reasons for for. Uh, for Stephen A. and for Fox and, well, I guess for ESPN and for Stephen A. and for anybody involved. But I was uh, just... Well, a- can I correct you a little bit? It was trending for all the right reasons because what he said was wrong. It needed to be yeah. trending because what he said was out of line. Yeah. So uh, it was okay, trending for a proper good that, reason. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I I see what you're saying. But at the same time, yes. it's like we shouldn't even be talking about this. Yeah. We should be talking about how great of a player Otani really is. And True. So, I, I got a chance to just to sit down yesterday evening before the home run derby on, on MLB Network. Uh, they had the uh, Pedro Martinez, Harold Reynolds, and it wasn't Matt Vasgersian, but it was somebody else who was interviewing Shohei, and, and he had his interpreter there. It was awesome. Like, there's no interference with the interpreter. He's not out there to just try to go get himself on TV. He knows he has one job. It is to listen to the question, ask Otani, listen to the answer, repeat it back to the people. That's all. And he you could tell he's just there to end, just do his job and that's it. He's not trying to get attention. And it was a really well done interview. Respect from both sides. Um in fact, you could tell Otani's like starting to learn a little bit of English 
And there's times where he's like, oh, yeah, okay, I, I think I know what you're asking. And then the interpreter will ask the question. He'll be like, got it. Okay, I got it. It's just it's really cool to actually see. And, and the Home Run Derby itself was just so phenomenal. Uh, Otani and, and uh, Juan Soto go to double, what do you call it, double overtime or double hit off, yeah, whatever just, you want to call that. Just kept swinging, dude, I knocking just, him out of the park. And it's crazy because Otani got off to a horrible start in his round. Like the first minute and a half, he had four home runs. And you're thinking, this guy's done for. And then he just picked it up and started swinging away. He ties it at 22. They go to overtime, or I guess to uh, the first hit off, and um, they end up hitting five each. And so you got to do another one. You each get three swings. And, uh, and of course, Juan Soto goes three for three. Otani, who looked just dead exhausted, goes, you know, grounds out in his first one. But now Otani gets to go start on the mound tonight for the MLB All-Star game at Cor- Coors Field. Uh, and then he's also DH and like, it's, it's really cool. And, and I, again, I just, I want to get it out that the interview yesterday was so fun to listen to, to listen to the, the interpreter Otani and the guys interview each other. I just thought it was really well done. And, and, and Stephen A can go, go kick rocks, which by the way, have you heard the whole Jeff Passan thing on? No, I've been meaning to find Dude. that. It's just today is not giving me the opportunity to do that. Uh, I guess a, uh, Stephen A. was on a bit of an apology tour today as he, well. But. Well, he did the apology, yes. Here's the funny part is that he wrote an apology, and then he voiced like he did like a video of himself apologizing. And the written apology is good. Uh, the, the little phone recorder apology wasn't as great because he goes, well, you guys just misunderstood and misconstrued what I was trying to say. Right. That's a, that was, I'm only, it just, I'm only apologizing because I got caught and I have to apologize. Exactly. Yeah. It's one it, of those. I mean, it went backward and it went backwards really quickly. Uh, I do have a clip of Jeff Passan here that I, I have to play for you. And this is so well said from Jeff. This is Jeff, uh, I'll find there is. Here's part of it. Jeff was angry, and you could tell. He was stern in the way he talked to Stephen A., but he was very calm about it, too. Listen to this, Eric. Jorge Otani came to this country at 23 years old. He left behind his family. He left behind his culture. He left behind his country. He left behind everything he knows to go and pursue the American dream. He wanted to come here and be great. And he is the sort of person who this show and who this network and who this country should embrace. We are not the ones who should be trafficking in. He, he cuts off right there. Uh, the whole interview uh, is actually on Jeff Passan's Twitter account. And, dude, he rips Stephen A. a new one. He turns him inside out and undresses him top down in a very calm manner where Stephen A. tries to talk at one point and Jeff just talks over him. And then seems like, oh, I guess I better shut up. <laughs> it was really, really well done. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Well, look, th- this week is all about showcasing Shohei Otani, and for good reason. He's a great baseball player. He's doing things that nobody's done since Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. And he's a, he's a great, exciting player. Look, I, I think the point that Stephen A. was trying to make, albeit very poorly, is that Major League Baseball doesn't do a great job of hyping its stars, and it doesn't really help. I would agree. One of its biggest stars I would agree. doesn't speak English very well, and if he did, he would be an even bigger star and a bigger story. I think he did a really bad job of trying to communicate that point, which really isn't a bad point to be made. I think it's a, it is a reality, 
I think if anytime a mic went in Shohei Otani's face, he could speak clearly and and easily to the reporter in a quick back and forth without an intermediary. That probably would help his image and his access to the American public. But to to put the guy down just because of that, he's totally missing the point and, of this of his talent and his impact on the game today. And and by the way, Otani's trying to learn English. Yeah, like you can tell he's picking up things either from his interpreter and how he's learning it that way. But he's learning, and it, it, it's getting there. It's going to take some time. But my goodness, just what Stephen A. Smith Smith, Smith said yesterday. That if I said that on this station, I'm gone. I'm unemployed. There's no way I get away with that. None. And I shouldn't. <laughs> There's no way I should. But uh, just unreal. There needs to be accountability held. And it needs to be better. Hey, uh, 9463 text into the show, Eric. He says, checking in. Two suggestions. I don't like the first one. If Ajay loses pick six three weeks in a row, which is possible if I lose this week, by the way, he's got to run across the field at USU football game in the bear suit. <laughs> I would get arrested before I... Because I sit in the press box. I'd get arrested before I even make it down the stairs. Uh, number two. You might have a lot of a line of kids wanting an autograph or something. Dude, I dude, actually I would. It'd be bad. Maybe we have you run across our field out here at the old radio ranch. Oh, dude, we might have to create a new pick six punishment if I lose three <laughs> weeks in a row. Uh, number two is song requested to Gambler by Kenny the Jet Smith, Rogers, or whoever he is. RJ <laughs> knows. Got it. The Gambler. It's uh, good. Four zero eight six. Eric, he's got a question for us. I think the AL or who you got tonight. I think the AL wins. Does MLB still have whoever wins has the home field advantage in the World Series? He'll be the MVP. His guess is Otani. Uh, Stephen A. should not be broadcasting. Uh, okay, so first one first. Uh, da, 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 da. Eric, I've got the NL tonight. They hit and they hit very well. I like their pitching matchup. I know Otani. I mean, because the starters are going to go for like three innings, two innings at that. And they're going to bench him. I liked the NL tonight. Wow. The American League has had a strong advantage in this All-Star game for the last 20 years. Yes, they have. Um, uh, I think that there is some interesting, really strong pitching mm. from the National yes. League. Sure. I like some of the bats. Um, but I have to go with... The law of averages here that the law of averages, right? And it's the oh, geez, we have to go with the uh, oh, maybe geez. that's not the right term, but yeah, where that would be dang sure <laughs> where things have been going, uh, and what the trends are, maybe that's a better term to be using. <laughs> so, I, I think it's going to be the American League. Um, but your other question does Major League Baseball still have you know, whoever wins the series or whoever wins the all star game get the uh, uh, home court in the world series? Home field, no, they've. They've done away with that. Not what we don't do. Home, home court, sorry, home field. Go. No, we, yeah, we we don't. By the way, I loved it when they had that. I liked it too. Like it, it really meant something. It had more on yep. the line than any other All Star game. However, um, it, it put some of the. Uh, I guess you'd be running through your pitchers. You'd be a little more selective about how you use your pitching staff. You might want to. You may be tempted to use a pitcher longer than they probably should in an all-star game. Because, look, an all-star game is an exhibition. It's for the fans. Uh, it's to celebrate the the players of the game so far. Um, I, I like having an incentive for winning. That's what I, I kind of like what may, the uh, NBA has done for their all-star game. Um, but, yeah. Uh, just having home field advantage... 
determined by what happens in the All-Star game kind of takes away from a team that had a great regular season yeah, and deserved the opportunity to have home field yep. taken away from them because of a bunch of the guys that weren't on their team. Yep, that's a good point. Dave Roberts will be the manager for the uh, NLT. Max Scherzer will be your National League starter. Uh, Kevin Cash with the Tampa Bay Rays will be the manager for the AL. Will Shohei Otani will be the starting pitcher for the AL, and he'll be DHing. I mean, that's incredible. That is historic in so many ways. Uh, for this guy to be doing it. Uh, four two six zero. I'd love to get the Bridgeland Bears signature. Okay, okay. <laughs> People be lining up. No, shut it, Eric. Don't do this. You who know, wouldn't want you antagonize want our a, listeners? An autograph. Bull crap, dude. From a cute little cuddly bear. I'm gonna freaking come over and slap you. I don't care if it knocks you out. I'm gonna come. Do you over wear a and red helmet when you go around? It's it's blue, Eric. Oh, it's a blue helmet. Yes. Okay, I'm just looking at your shirt. And for there's safety. a red helmet on there. Just even when you're not doing anything, I you're just swear. wearing the helmet. I, I'm gonna freaking have it oversized. Four two six zero. You should be ashamed mascot. of yourself right now. Absolutely ashamed of yourself. Oh, <laughs> I'm so Eric. I'm so disgusted with you. Hey, uh, we're gonna get into some Team USA talk. AJ was right, of course. You're welcome, America. Hey, broken clocks correct at least twice a day. Hey, this one I was spot on. All right. I was spot on, and you're welcome. Uh, a little terse uh, exchange between uh, Coach Popovich and, and a, a reporter. <laughs> I believe he's from The Athletic. Yeah. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. No. Okay, so... Joe Varden. Yeah, he's of The Athletic. Let's talk about the game first, and then we can talk about the post-game reaction. Oh, boy. Joe Ingles, I love watching that guy play. Uh, 17 points for Australia. Um... Here's his quote post-game. We walked into this game expecting to win. No disrespect to them. They're a heck of a team. Obviously, the guys that they've got on their roster and Pop standing up there is always nice to see, but we came in here expecting to win the game. That's what we did. Well, good for you guys. Uh, look, Team USA, they looked better in the first half. They had like an 11-point lead, but they let it get away from them. They did better defending the three, but Australia just picked them apart in the paint. Well, and again, and I've said this before, Eric, and I'll say it again. In NBA basketball in America, they don't let you play defense. You don't play defense. You can put up your 30 to 40 points a game. You know, final scores 130 to 120. In Olympic and FIBA basketball, they let you play defense. They let you get physical. Draymond Green handles it well. I think Bama uh, Autobio handles it well. Kevin Durant does not. Damian Lillard is okay with it. Jason Tatum, by the way, who is out tonight with right knee soreness, it doesn't handle it well at all. Um, this is an issue for, for Team USA. If they want any shot, they're going to have to find a way to be more physical in basketball games. And right now, they're just not. And their defense is, is atrocious. It's it's. I mean, you're looking at transition threes whichever way for Australia. You're leaving Joe Ingles open on a pick and roll. It was a low-scoring game, but but it, this is a team that's built on shooting. Like, there's no real size or enforcer in the paint. The, oh, it's all Bam about. Bam Bam is though. Bam Bam is. Kevin Love is not. Kevin Love's a mistake. You, you, one guy. Yeah, well, that's one. true. That's true. And what do you do when he takes a breather? So this team is all about 
individual one-on-one play who can break down a defense individually or who can step out and hit a three. And I get it. That's kind of the way the NBA is 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 moving. But look, Australia, they knew that and they, they used that against them. They pounded the paint because Team USA didn't have somebody who could protect the rim and at least make them second guess what they should do when they get to the paint. They did. They attacked the rim with reckless abandon. Biggest concern right now for you, Eric. For me, it's offensively because Damian Lillard's the one keeping you in it. Like, our offense is considered Durant and Lillard. Nobody else. Nobody. And by the way, they're playing Argentina right now as we speak. Uh, I'll have to look up for a score for right now. But they're playing Argentina tonight. And then, by the way, they got France in the Olympic opener. Oh, that will be juicy. 4086. I'm going with them. Okay? The United States will not medal in the Olympics. <laughs> I, look, I mean, over the last 20 years, Team USA has only lost two exhibition games. Yep. In the last few days, they have two losses. Uh, they did not do well in FIBA. Uh, a lot of the stars opted not to go. It was a bunch of young, unproven guys. No matter what we say and believe about Donovan Mitchell and Kemba Walker, they weren't high-level stars. And Mason Plumley. I mean, that's your, that's your interior guy. That's one of your big guys. So there were a lot of unknown guys at the last time they played internationally. Um. And this is what I want to get to, the, the, the post-game part of this game. During that FIBA run with still good NBA talent, they're not stars, but they were good NBA talent. Like, they finished, what, fifth, sixth? Uh, uh, fifth, yeah. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't very good. They had a, they racked up quite a few losses. Yeah. And every but- post-game, I want to pull my hair out because Popovich is sitting there Oh, those are good teams. Those are good guys on the other side there. They're really good. Okay. It's like, oh, come on. No, it's Eric. Team USA. Oh, you got to give me a break, Eric. You you don't think that they're not good? I get No, I get that they're good teams. Okay, well, then have Pop, a little bit of respect Pop for that. Pop has zero uh, accountability for his own coaching and his own team. No, he does. He's only saying, he does. oh, those are really no, good he's, guys he's, over there. Eric, he's How saying that because uh, these other reporters really good. No, because these other reporters are sitting there being like, hey, well, this team's really crappy. Well, no, they're not. They're full of NBA All-Stars. They're full of great NBA talent. Don't say that that team is crappy. For example, here is the terse conversation between Greg Popovich and Joe Varden of The Athletic. When Joe Varden asked Damian Lillard about the talent of the other teams that, hey, Four years ago, you were beating teams by an average of 46 points, or at least those Team USA at Team USA did. This year has been a different story. Can you tell us why? And I think that is a totally fair no, question No, it is not a fair ask. question. It is not a fair question. What's qu- changed in no. four years? Oh, Eric, the talent of the NBA. The talent of the NBA. It was great four years ago. No, it was not. It was not. Spain was the only good team four years ago. No. Yes, it was. Yes, Australia it was. had a great team. Australia was not a great team. France they were a, had good, a team. good team. France was a good team. Yes, uh, but you're talking Lithuania about had Eric, a good team. Eric, Eric, you're talking about LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Carmelo Anthony, Kevin Durant, all in the same gosh dang team. Yeah, 
Okay, we don't have LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, or Carmelo Anthony playing on this team. We have all NBA guys. Oh my goodness! The gracious, starting five dude. are all NBA. <laughs> that is oh. a valid question to ask, and all Pop wants to do is, well, I don't know. They're a really good team over there. Here's he Greg, has no accountability to no, himself or his team. We're going to finish this. Here's Greg Popovich with Joe Varden, the reporter, and their conversation. Off game number three. Oh, sorry. Wrong one. Hold on. That's the wrong one. Shut up, people. Let's try that again. Sorry. Here's Joe Varden and Greg Popovich. I don't know where you get that. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish my statement? Like 30 points a game. In those two, in those last two tournaments, I was talking. Can I? You make statements about in the past just blowing out these other teams. Number one, you give no respect to the other teams, and I talked to you last time about the same thing. We've had very close games against four or five countries in all these tournaments, so the good teams do not get blown out. There are certain games that might happen in one of the tournaments in the World Championship, the Olympics, where somebody gets blown out. But in general, nobody's blowing anybody out for the good teams. Now, Czech Republic, or excuse me, Czech Republic, just beat Canada in Canada. Eric, these are better teams with better talent, and we are starting lineup is Damian Lillard, uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah, those guys are garbage. Jason Tatum. Yeah, terrible. Eric, the talent level is equal to Team USA. That's what I'm trying to tell you. No. Yes, it is. Look, those yes, those other is. teams will have some guys who are NBA guys. Yes, exactly. But who were the all-NBA guys from Nigeria? All-NBA. I don't know. I don't. Did they have anyone that plays in the NBA? Yes. Yes. Three. One of those, Mieoni. Great for Mieoni. Is he an all-NBA guy? No. Is he even a rotational guy? Yes. No. Yes. Barely. Okay. Well, he is then. You asked me if he was or wasn't. I said yes. Barely. Okay. Okay. But he still is. It doesn't matter. So an all-NBA team, your your starting five is all-NBA, not just stars, superstars in the NBA. And Greg Popovich's answer is, well, those guys are really good. Uh, you know, give them some credit. Yeah, well, you give them some credit instead of being like, hey, Team USA, why don't you beat them by 86 points? Why don't you just oh, say, I'm sorry, gosh, I don't you know have, what? I don't have a prime LeBron, prime Kobe. We were not good, good at Carmel defending Carmelo Anthony, three. Darren Williams. I'm sorry I don't have those all-NBA guys, Eric. Really do apologize. I, I'm man, just saying, why can't Pop take responsibility that he's he's a failing coach? He's not he a did not do good in FIBA. He has five he championships. Had, this is such a joke. How, when was that? But he's out of his prime. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's out of his oh prime. Oh, my gosh. Did you just ask when that was? Yeah, because it's, it's been a long time. <laughs> he's out of his prime. Oh, my gosh. He's out of his Everybody's prime. Everybody's hanging oh, on. I'm sorry that what did he do this year? I'm What's sorry that an NBA Hall of Fame coach didn't win a couple of exhibition games. And you know what? I'm actually starting to agree. I talked to a friend about this today. Look at the, the, I'm just saying, look at his record in the last few years it's of not international good. ball. He's it's nine not and five. good. It's 9-5. and five. Whoopity-daw. Yeah. Eric, Eric, USA should be Eric, you, the United States doesn't even give a crap right now about these exhibition games. They don't care because you know what they're going to do? They're going to turn it on when it comes into the Olympics. They don't care about the exhibition games. 
In the last 20 years, they've lost two exhibition games. Yeah. In the last week, they've lost Eric, two exhibition games. In the last, you can't tell me they don't the care about exhibition In the last 20 games. years, yes, no, they don't. They don't care. They just played crappy teams in those exhibition games. The teams have gotten better. The talent's better. The international talent is incredible now. It's better than it's ever been before. Ever. Rudy Gobert, Luka Doncic, Jokic, all these guys, they're better than the talent 10 years ago, 13 years ago, 14 years ago. There was NBA talent. High class NBA talent in the NBA internationally ten years ago. Uh, there was high level it, NBA Spain. international talent in the NBA five years ago. Okay, not as good as it is now. Not as much as there is now. The talent is better now. The talent is and so, so much the, better. Now. The talent for American players has decreased. Uh, no. I mean, it's just equal to now. I mean, LeBron James isn't playing against a guy who is a janitor for for six years and then goes and plays in the Olympics. The teams that the Redeem team okay, played, that the 92 Dream team played, they're great. I'm sure they're good. When they played them, they were good in their country, without a doubt. But they weren't the greatest in the world. These team, This team is not the greatest in the world. But here, There's better teams. Here's, here's where these international teams have an advantage, and I think Damian Lillard was trying to allude to this. And then Pop got upset because he got upstage and he doesn't like that. Get and he talks down to reporters and I really am oh, tired of heavens. that. But here, here's what the, the issue is with this team right now with Team USA. They've had very limited time to work together and figure each other out and what their game plan is in international play. Because there are some different rules with international play. Uh, the game's called a little bit differently. Understanding that this is a little bit different than an all-star weekend. Like this is extended period of time with guys and understanding what their roles are and who's going to be the alpha on this team. I think every time they get these Olympic teams together, mm-hmm. there's still a little bit of a feeling out period about, okay, who really is going to be the alpha? And a team full of alphas, who is the ultimate alpha? Kevin Durant. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I would probably say too, but I think that's what they're trying to figure out. Uh, Damian Lillard's probably been the most consistent. But look, they've only had a little bit of time to work together and understand how they're going to approach international play. So I'm with you. I'm not freaking out. I think they will medal, but I don't know. If this is a gold medal team. I don't think because it's a gold I don't think they team. have the right leadership. Now, I, and I'll agree with you. I don't think they're a gold medal team. But I think that there's a point like, look, it's just an exhibition. We're just going to test the waters with a few things. They're going to get Devin Booker, Chris Middleton, and Jay Rue Holiday back after the finals are over, whenever it's over. I think this team will be all right. I don't. They're not going to win the gold. I don't think they're going to medal. But I don't think we should pin it all on Team USA. I think international talent is equal to Team USA talent now. Uh, five four five two. Interesting comment. Sitting in that arena, watching the team not even try, frustrating. And then they want every little touch called as a foul, soft. Okay, they do. They're, they're, so again, this is part of the thing too about feeling out like international rules exactly. and how those refs call it. Yeah, is different than the NBA. Definitely, because the NBA lets these guys flop and try to sell something that's unnatural. They don't call all of that. They keep the game moving. Uh, you're not going to spend half the game at the free-throw line. So FIBA rules are a little bit different. These guys have to recognize and realize, I can't do as much in this international play as what I do in the NBA. I need to learn and adapt and adjust. And that's going to take a little bit more time for some guys than others. That's a good point. 
All right, let's take a break. Coming back, hey, uh, Savon Scarver, named to third-team All-American by Athlon Sports. I want to get your thoughts on Savon Scarver as a kick returner uh, and, and, and where you can see him or where he needs to improve as a receiver. And can he be a productive wideout for the Utah State Aggies? Or is that just, is that card, you know, been passed on? Is that ship flown by? Uh, we'll get to that and much, much more. We'll also have a stat and player uh, of the week here coming up on the Full Court Press. 1069, The Fan. This keep it on the download here is the Dan Patrick Show. And I thought at the beginning of the year, the healthiest team was going to win the NBA championship. And that might be the Milwaukee Bucks. This is fraught with tension and the what-ifs. If Kevin Durant hits a three instead of a two, Mike Budenholzer probably loses his job as the head coach of the Bucks. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan, across from Angie's. This is Bruce Rigby from Cash Valley Bank. People come to me all the time and say, wow, Cash Valley Bank is growing. We are growing and providing banking services to many communities in Utah and particularly here in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank is actively involved in our communities with local people who can make decisions quickly and professionally. We're a community bank and Cash Valley is important to us. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Girls, us guys are always trying to score some brownie points, but we need all the help we can get. So dropping some subtle hints is helpful, such as your favorite food is Italian, you love the color green, and you want the ring from Jarek's Fine Jewelry, the place with the bright green cars on 930 North Main Street. Okay, so it might not be so subtle, but that's okay. Remember, we need the help. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Now remember, just tell them it's the place with the bright green cars. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns of staring out the window at the darkness. The boredom overtook us And he began to speak He said, son, I've made a life Full Court Press, Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson 4.31 your time on July 13th An all-request musical rejoin here I like this Kenny Rogers, uh, The Gambler is what it's called This isn't Kenny Loggins? No, this is Kenny Rogers Or Kenny G? This is Kenny Rogers, Eric Just want to make sure you know I know my Kenny Kenny Chesney? I know my Kenny Kenny Chesney. Hey, by the way, hot take for you, Eric. Hot take Tuesday. The Thunder Rolls by John Michael Montgomery. Or no, I mean, Garth Brooks, right? He, he sings that. The Thunder Rolls. Is that the song by Garth Brooks? The Thunder Rolls. And lightning strikes. Whatever the crap that is. Is that that song? Don't laugh. Is that is that the song? The sure. No, Eric, don't do this. 
Don't you dare. Uh, maybe you should keep singing a few more uh, lines there. Um, Make sure I know what it is. Oh, man. What's that song? Um, Thunder rolls and lightning strikes. Bam, pop. Yeah, that song is so overrated and so bad. It is such a garbage song. Hey, uh, I missed a text earlier on our Guild Morgan's text line from oh. 5452. Okay, Piranhas, what up? I heard the Astros don't have an all-star. Is that correct? Uh, they had two all-stars that were named, and they, both and they backed out. Yeah, they backed out, right? Uh, but they had, I thought they had another one as a replacement. Uh, who was the two all-stars who backed out? Bregman and Altuve, right? Did Vince Springer get in? We can look that up. Uh, I heard that from the radio station down south. Could AJ wear the bear costume in the 24th no! of July parade? Stop it. Would like to see that. What will no. Eric wear? Eric's going to wear go shirtless in a <laughs> swimming suit. I could just see it. I'll be like in the July 24th parade, and you're going to be over there hanging out in some like short shorts with your albino legs and your just I'll be throwing candy body. at the parade instead of... Receiving oh. candy from the parade. Oh, man. I could just see it. Just you hanging out, sweating like a goose. Oh, dude, it would be Sadly, uh, I will be wearing a seatbelt on the 24th. I'm going to be helping a niece move that weekend. Are you? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, uh, Eric, uh, Simon Scarver was named to the third-team All-American as a kick returner specialist for the Athlon Sports. Uh, he's there along with three, or excuse me, four other uh, athletes, me football players inside the state of Utah. He's one of three from the Mountain West Conference to be on that list as well. I, I want to ask you about Savon Scar because I think there's a lot of expectation on him to uh, to be good this year, especially if needed in the wideout position. My question to you is: We've tried this the last two years and it's failed miserably. Do we maybe just move on from that uh, idea and that science experiment and say, you know what, he's a kick returner, that's what he's great at, and keep him off the field on offensive plays? Here's here's my answer to that, and it's you may not love it, but we're we are handicapped by not knowing what's going on in the huddle and what's being called upstairs, because um, we we don't know how many times. The play was supposed to go his direction. Yeah. Was he ready for it? Was he in the right place at the right time? Was the quarterback, was he ready? Was the offensive line? You know, all these things that come together on it. We didn't really didn't see him featured as much. Like the, the ball went other places. So I don't know how much criticism I can give to Scarver. Uh, I, I'm really hesitant to give any criticism to him. Because uh, I think the offensive play calling in general had – its fair share of issues last year. Um, I think that he is he's one of the fastest guys on the team. He he should be able to help the offense with his skill set and his speed and his elusiveness. Um, I, I would love to see that happen more this year with a new offensive coordinator, a great new wide receivers coach. Um, I, I would imagine we would see a bit of a change there. Um, so I, I'm real hesitant to lay any blame or criticism on Savon Scarver in the wide receiver uh, passing game. He's an outstanding he's well, an outstanding player in the return game. Um, but some it's 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 a different mindset. It's a different skill set. Some people think get the ball, run with the ball, and it shouldn't be that hard. Well, <laughs> there are a lot of nuance and difference between the positions. So I, I would love to see him. I think he's got great speed 
and I think that he could be featured uh, in certain sets. But uh, Devin Tompkins has wheels too, and yeah. that's a dude that can get out and run and make things happen. So uh, there, there's some real weapons on that uh, wide receiver core. They're not big position receivers, but they're fast and shifty. The other guy I want to see really kind of have a, a coming out party would be Justin. Uh, is it Justin McGriff or Justice McGriff? Uh, Justin. To, to be a, what, 6'6", six, six, something like that? See, now that is a position receiver, and I do have some criticism for him because I I've been, I pay close attention to how he's running routes and what he's doing, and he's not always invested. It's How much of that, Eric, and, and I try to do this respectfully, but how much of that is just the lack of quarterback production? Like, Jason Shelley was horrendous. Andrew Peasley was iffy and not uh, inconsistent, really, at best. Uh, do, do you put any fault on that? And sometimes that does have an effect. Sure, if you're a receiver and like this is the play, I'm coming out of the huddle. I know, or what I'm seeing on the sidelines, and I know it's going to be a play that this my quarterback has a hard time executing. Yeah, and it does. It's not coming my way. I may not give it a full effort. But what I saw in spring also has me concerned about mm, interesting McGriff, and I, I hope that was. Maybe just a bad day. I don't know. Um, but he has the potential with that size. And I think he does have some decent speed. Uh, he could be a real weapon for Utah State. So I really do hope that that gets settled and worked out because I think he could be a real asset for the offense. I I think there was some frustration on the receiver set just because like you'd be open 20 yards downfield and Jason Shelley airmails it 30 yards over your head. And it's like I mean, I'm getting open on these routes, and you still can't get me the ball. And yeah, he's he's not he's making late reads and such. And so I kind of wonder. And I don't put it all on the quarterbacks. I think you're right. I think there is some fault that needs to go to the receivers as well. Do you think? And if needed, and if needs be, instead of having save on play that X position, which would be the far out near sideline receiver spot, do you maybe put him in the slot? Like if you could have Jordan Nathan on one side, and save on Scarver on the other, on the other. As a slot receiver, boy, that's that's going to be a headache for for teams to have to deal with. Yeah, there's. Glad you brought up Nathan because you know that's uh, there are some great wide receivers uh, that Utah State has, but they're not they're not big. They're they're fast and shifty, but they're not big, and I think that's that's a bit of a concern for what Utah State is now. Uh, that's what they looked like in the spring. What they look like in the fall could be a little bit different uh, with uh, different guys that are going to be there that uh, now on the roster that, that weren't there yet or at least not cleared to play yet. So, um, But you're right. I mean, having a couple different guys that you know are, are solid and fast and know how to run a clean, crisp route, that uh, they can make it difficult for a, a defense to try to figure out where the ball is going to go. That's the one position I think I'm just on offense. I'm really looking forward to seeing is for how fast they want to go. This offense, they want to be fast. Um, you're going to need good receivers. You're going to run crisp routes to get you down the field and do it so quickly. And it, just the thought of having Savon on one side, Jordan Nathan on the other in slot positions, and then you have Devin Tompkins, and hopefully, hopefully McGriff comes around as an outside uh, option. Could be a really good receiving corps, best we've had since eighteen for sure, without without question. Um, but then you know, you just need a quarterback that's going to get him the ball too, and that's the that's another major question I have is, you know, is it if it is Bonner, then you know how good can he put it on the money? 
And then if it's Andrew Peasley, can he improve? There's a lot of improvement that needs to be made. Or if it's Cooper Legault. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't leave him out. I, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I think he's very much in the running. He should be. Yeah, as he should be. Uh, let's take a break. Coming back, we'll have our stat that blur in mind. We'll have our player of the week. And uh, much, much more here. The Full Court Press will give you an update on Team USA as they're, getting, uh, as they're taking on Argentina in another exhibition as they get prepped for the Olympics here in Tokyo. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Pacers hired Rick Carlisle. Well, Rick Carlisle, two years left. Why would he leave? You look at Donnie Nelson, his relationship with Rick Carlisle, and you're like, that's why Rick Carlisle left. He wasn't going to get to be the new GM. There's no possible chance of succeeding because no matter what, you're not their guy. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Behind Utah's most successful businesses is a whole lot of technology making them run. Behind that technology is Les Olson Company, your local office technology partner. With everything from copiers and printers to IT services and even computers and document management software, Les Olson Company has all the tools your business needs to do more. Need office technology? Partner with Les Olson Company. Visit lesolson.com slash tech. Les Olson Company. The results are in for the 2021 Best of Northern Utah Contest. Best of Northern Utah. Brought to you by Thermo Fisher. Pick up your copy of the Winner's Magazine. Pickup locations are listed at bestofnorthernutah.com. Over 300,000 votes were cast to determine gold and silver winners in 164 business categories. Help congratulate these businesses and support all of your local businesses. And thank you for participating in the 2021 Best of Northern Best Utah of Northern Contest. Utah. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric Frampton, Ozzy Salveston, Full Court Press here at 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, streaming on 106.9thefan.com and on the 106.9thefan mobile app. So glad to have you guys joining us wherever you're and however you're doing so. Uh, hey, this, uh, <laughs> I have to ask you, Eric, um, the whole Giannis, uh, like, there's this, so there's this motivation now, supposedly for the Bucks. That he's motivated by the Phoenix Suns' defense designed to slow him down. And now that he's all going to come out and he's like, you know, he said the first time he saw the wall, I guess. It, it, so it's like a wall that the Suns put up. Or it's like there's something like they put on their wall about, you know, players that they want to slow down and such. And uh, Giannis has heard about it. And now he's all like, hey, I'm ready to go. All right, I, I'm ready to go out and dominate the game now. Dude, we're in the NBA Finals. <laughs> if it's a wall that really takes, if that's what it takes to motivate you, you probably shouldn't be playing. You probably shouldn't be in the Finals if that's what it's going to take. Oh, look, he's been motivated enough to get his team to the Finals already. Well, he got some help. But, uh, yeah, getting a little extra 
motivation, a little extra juice, a little more verve. <laughs> Don't. Don't do this to me, man. Uh, Team USA, by the way, speaking of the NBA right now, leads by 12, 45, 33. About three and a half left in the uh, first half. They lead it over Argentina again by 12, 45, 33. No, Jason Tatum. So they're going to lose by eight. No, they're not. They're going to win. They're going to win. They's're going to be all right. And then, you know what? Tomorrow you're going to come back and you're like, you know what? This is probably the best USA team ever. All right? Hey, so hey, okay. no, I don't know. That's that's a tall order. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's go ahead and get to the uh, stat that blew our mind and our player of the week. Time to see who the real MVP is. If you have a good game. Your game is going to say that. You, know, you don't have to say it. Puts a lot of cool things in perspective. Anytime you're the first time doing something. It's the Full Court Press Player of the Week. All right, Eric, who's your Player of the Week? Uh, My player is Novak Djokovic. Interesting. Won Wimbledon. His 20th major title. It ties Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer for the most in men's tennis history. I like it. Uh, He's also the first man to win the first three majors of a calendar year since Rod Laver did it. In 1969. Wow. So congratulations to Novak Djokovic. He's my player of the week. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Hey, my player of the week is actually, I'm going to kind of cheat just a little bit, but do what Nigeria did to Team USA. And the way they did it to him was really, really impressive. And and you could say, well, it was one certain guy. The I, But it was there was five guys defensively who physically mauled Team USA and got them so uncomfortable. And the block on Durant at the rim, at the high top of the rim, was impressive. Like Nigeria looked so good. I know that as Piranha texted in, he was at the game. He said, look, Team USA didn't put any effort. They looked lazy. They looked like they were playing. Um, But give credit to Nigeria for not being like, oh, crap, it's Team USA. Give credit to Mike Brown for having his squad ready to go. That is really, it was really historic and really impressive to see Team Nigeria just dominate the way they did in that game. Yeah, it was good. Good for them. Absolutely. All right, Eric, it's time for our stat that blew our mind. Let's take a look at the numbers. It's the stat that blew our minds. He did what? On the full court press. Wow, that blew my mind. A lot of mine come from the uh, Home Run Derby, actually. They're all kind of... I have three different things from the Home Run Derby, okay. if I can. No, that's great. The, the Derby it is was like awesome. the thread that connects them all. So okay. That, it's ought to be it's interesting. It's just not one stat. Sounds like it might suck, but here we go. 35 home runs in the first round by Pete Alonso. That's a new record. Uh, the old record was 29 by Vlad Guerrero. Dude. 35 home runs. And the other thing about Pete Alonso... For winning the home run derby, he earns a $1 million paycheck. That more than doubles his current salary that he's getting with the New York Mets. Interestingly enough, he is earning about 650000 for the Mets. Uh, and then finally, Shohei Otani, while he that it went extra rounds early on with him, he didn't make it uh, into the finals, but he had six home runs that went for 500 feet or more. 
And that's the most in a single home run derby since they started tracking uh, the distance on these home runs. But uh, six, that went for 500 feet or more. That's impressive. That was a fun home run derby last night, too. Yeah, it was. I had a blast. You know what? They need to make a skills competition for, like, infielders. You know, you got to make certain throws, you know, from, like, short to home or a relay to home. You got to go fill the grounder barehanded and throw it to first. Stuff like that. They had to do a skills competition. That'd be sweet. I'd be okay with that. Hey, uh, my stat that blew your mind is the stat that wants to make Angel fans just lose their minds. The Los Angeles of Anaheim Angels had, uh, in the MLB draft, had 20 picks. There's 20 rounds in the MLB draft. They had 20 picks. Eric, they picked 20 pitchers. What? What? Not a joke. It is a, so the last time it happened was last year, but they shortened the round or the draft just to five rounds because of COVID. But they've been picking pitchers like crazy. I mean, it's a major issue for the Los Angeles Anaheim Angels. Uh, they're currently 12th in the American League with a 4.90 ERA. They've had issues since 2014. That's the last time they were in the, uh, uh, in the playoffs. Uh, but, for example, uh, in 2017, 13 of their first 20 picks were pitchers. In 2018, 16 of their uh, first 20 picks were pitchers. In 2019, 17 of their first 20 picks were pitchers. Oh, my word. And this year, all 20 picks we're pitchers. What are they doing? I don't get it. I just don't get it. You don't have room for that. Trade Otani. Trade Otani and Trout. They deserve better in this life. Like, Aaron Rodgers is getting all pissy and moany about not getting a guy? Dude, Trout's like, hey, I'd love to have a hitter on this team. Great. Let's get 20 more pitchers. Well, he found Otani that way. Yeah, that that's a god gift, and now they're wasting it away. It's just so frustrating. It's so disgusting. Um, hey, uh, go ahead. Sorry, no, are no, you no. done with your stat? No, go ahead. I, I was going to throw one more thing out with uh, baseball related. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Rob Manfred has said that uh, Las Vegas is a viable alternative for a major league club. If Oakland cannot get its crap together... Uh, which they're saying, look, it seems to be at the end. Yeah, it. I, I know it's around like the last string. Um, they uh, they're now saying, look, Las Vegas could be uh, could be a site, could be a city that we go to. Uh, says so if the votes don't go in their favor, the A's may look to reloc- relocate to Las Vegas. Hey, so they'll move that Los Angeles team Aviators officials team. have visited there recently. Oh, excuse me, they'll they'll move that Las Vegas Aviators team then, won't they? They'll have to move them out. Probably. Yeah, I would assume they'd have to. And I don't know if that Aviators club is big enough for a Major League Baseball franchise. Well, the stadium's It's beautiful. a new stadium. It's oh, really it's nice. it's gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. It's beautiful. But I don't know what its capacity is. No, I'm not sure of that either, actually. And I don't think they planned on building it for a Major League team either. <laughs> I think that was their thought process when they built that thing. Uh, here's what Manfred said. Las Vegas is a viable alternative for a major league club, and there are other viable alternatives that I haven't turned the A's loose to even explore at this point. So right now, it's Las Vegas to, to lose. They're the front runners. No kidding. <laughs> if you can't get a ballpark, I think the relocation process, whether it's Las Vegas or a broader array of cities that get considered, is going to take on more pace. Uh, they're expecting a vote in Oakland uh, about a new, new park and a uh, redevelopment pro- uh, pro- 
uh, project, excuse me, um, is expected to be decided upon within the next few months. Oh, wow. So they're not wasting any time. Oh, poor Oakland, dude. They're just losing everything. They lost their football team, their basketball team, and now about to lose their baseball team. Poor man city of Los Angeles, <sighs> California. Yeah. All right, let's take they a break. Been, they have been given multiple, multiple chances, chances yeah. to figure it out and oh, make yeah. it right. Yeah. They've been pretty uh, uh, lazy on doing that, too. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the full court prayer. So- <laughs> Let's go to break. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. It's just a spicy story. Coach Smith, who led that same team to three straight conference championships, two out of three conference championship winners, and three straight invitations to the NCAA tournament. Ryan Odom versus Craig Smith on national television, Utah, Utah State, for the first time in how long? You don't think the nation's going to be like, let's eat that up. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Enjoy the beautiful scenery and your favorite dishes on the spectacular outdoor patio at the Elements Restaurant. Ideal for every day or the special occasions in your life, the Elements has a beautiful atmosphere, impeccable service, and a delicious menu filled with salads, seafood, wood-fired pizzas, succulent steaks, sophisticated pastas, chicken, and more. You won't be disappointed with your visit to the Elements Restaurant and Riverside Patio for lunch or dinner. Between the beautiful Logan River and the Spring Hill Suites, call 750 5171. Ascent Aesthetics is quickly becoming the choice of those looking for Botox, fillers, skin care, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, and more. Doctors Blotter Benyon and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat have assembled an incredible staff that want to meet and help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. At Ascent Aesthetics, it's always education first. Visit Ascent Aesthetics in their new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Go to AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com for more details. Wouldn't it be nice to work for a company that puts their employees first and isn't afraid to say thanks for a job well done? An employer who respects you and has no problem rewarding you with a competitive wage and benefits package? You belong with a company like 3rd Gen Machine right here in Logan. 3rd Gen Machine is hiring CNC operators, machinists, and maintenance technicians. Apply on Indeed. Just go to Indeed.com and search 3rd Gen Machine. Trust me, 3rd Gen Machine is where you want to be. Equal opportunity employer. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The video is still going of Rick Strachman. (laughs) (laughs) Eric, your best of Northern Utah. Best of Northern Utah.com. Go there to find out who won and a lot of different categories. Um, gosh, who has the best housekeeping? Wait, I know, really? Ajay, you might need a little help in this category. Yeah. And who can you reach out to? Crazy Clean Services. Congratulations to Crazy Clean Services. They won for best housekeeping. They won our, They were the gold winner. Silver winner went to uh, Minimize to Organized. Got their phone numbers, their Facebook page, details about them. Uh, interior Design, CrossFit, Home Care, and Hospice. Pediatric dentistry, man, you got a ton of options to figure out who is the best in Northern Utah. And grab a magazine of your own at places like Smithfield Implement, Planet Fitness, Sports Academy, Al Sporting Goods, Kent's Market in Tremonton, Old Chicago Pizza. A lot of places to go get your free magazine to see who won best of Northern Utah. Eric, ALNL tonight, 530 on Fox. You got the AL by how much? Uh, by two runs. MVP? Oh, well, gosh. 
I'll say Otani. I'll say Alonzo, and I got the NL winning by 3-1. to one. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be competitive. I hope so. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Full court press tomorrow night. Same time, same station. We'll talk to you then. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. All right, everybody calm down. After falling to Nigeria over the weekend, Team USA's men's basketball team dropped another one to Australia last night. They were exhibitions, and it's worth pointing out that the team isn't fully formed yet. Some players are still playing in the NBA Finals, but these losses are a wake-up call. Team USA isn't going to have a lot of time to get used to one another. The Australian team has experience together, and it certainly showed. A lot has changed since the Dream Team days. Every country seems to have a handful of NBA players. Back then, USA was more athletic and bigger than everyone. They could just dominate, and they would get out and run. That's not the case anymore. This team is more reliant on outside shooting. Again, no need to panic yet. The squad will look different when it gets to Tokyo. Maybe this was the reminder everyone needed that Team USA is going to have to actually work and work hard to win a gold medal this year. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.